Hi there, it's Jeff Watts here and welcome to episode 95 of the Remote Agile podcast. The good news is that restrictions seem to be easing here in the UK, so there's a good chance that in the not too distant future we may be able to get back to a real podcast. But we'll wait and see. For now, we're still recording these from our relevant homes and this week we were looking at challenge four from Scrum Mastery Challenge Lockdown Edition. It was supposed to be challenge three but uh, well let's just say requirements can sometimes be misunderstood and we might need to inspect and adapt. So what was challenge three is now challenge four and this week we were asking our contestants to start an online conversation and we were going to be rewarding things based on their contribution and it was a really tricky challenge perhaps harder than we thought perhaps something to do with the pandemic perhaps not we explored that and there were a number of interesting approaches to how they went about tackling this challenge which gave us some good content for the podcast and at the end of it all there were a number of interesting changes in the leaderboard we hope you find it interesting the competition is certainly hotting up we'd love to hear your conversations that you started tag us post them in the comments tweet us and the best ones we might mention on a future episode but for now stay safe stay cool stay happy and stay hydrated take care everyone Look at us with our posh microphones now. Oh, most people won't be able to, but hopefully they'll be able to. Hear. <laughs> hopefully they'll be able to hear the difference. There, we're we got our changing our setup every week, inspecting and adapting continuously. Hopefully, this is uh, even better than the last one. So, hello, mate. Hello, buddy. Bit of a bit of middle of the day recording today. Yeah, it's it's, it's not really pub time. The pubs have only just opened. If if if, it were, if, if pubs were open, it's it's on my clock now. It's ten past twelve, and they'd just have opened for lunchtime drinking. But I'm not going to lunchtime drink today. I'm no, 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 I've got too much on this afternoon. Same here. So I've got some. Um, I've got, so I won't. I won't do the brand because um, we don't get paid or sponsored. So it's uh, it's a, a bubbly spring water fruit fruit <laughs> bubbly fruit juice. I think it is basically okay. with some fizzy, fizzy pop. Yeah, it's, it's not guilty. It's not guilty. Okay. I've got uh, water. Mm. Shall I do, shall I do a, a, a review of my water drinking? Oh, yeah. mm. Tastes like apples, Jeff. No, it's not. It right. It's good. It's, it's uh, iced water. It's very refreshing on, on this fine July morning, afternoon. All right. So we are um, we're, we're, we're still in the middle of Scrum Mastery Challenge lockdown and we are reviewing another challenge. Yeah, this I, I feel this one, one was probably one of the more complex ones, and yeah. um, it took a, a few explanations, didn't it, of, of what we were kind of looking for here. Yeah, there, there was. Um, I, th I thought the first thing we were going to be debriefing here was how easy it is to misinterpret. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even though they weren't necessarily written requirements, they were verbal requirements, uh, which we thought we'd explained it pretty well, but basically everyone misunderstood us on the first go so we um we gave them another chance we gave them all another chance we reset and which is why this one's a little bit out of order this was meant to be challenge three but it's turned into challenge four so they had a little bit longer to do it 
you want to give us a brief overview of what the challenge was? Yeah, so what we were looking for was um, our contestants to start an online conversation. And basically, we were going to reward the, the biggest contribution that that conversation brought back. So to the to the community to to the agile community. So we're looking for levels of interaction and levels of um, uh, comments and kind of reaction from the agile community as to what those um, conversation a new conversation that our contestants started mm. since uh, during this task. Yeah, we we always try and leave a little bit of ambiguity in the in the challenge to encourage different ways of looking at it. So. We weren't specific in saying it had to be the amount of contribution it gave to the agile community. We, we generally just the most contribution, more, mm. the more contribution, the better. So that could have been the number of people involved. It could have been the actual quality or the, the deep level of thought or just newness or challenge or whatever. So yeah, we, we eventually we, we got some responses um, and it was, it was a tough one. We, we both felt a little bit, um, this was probably the hardest, yeah of all the challenges for people um but again so the kind of the contestants went on went with different approaches which yeah. I, I perhaps didn't foresee that i thought everyone might do the same type of thing but there were some differences of uh, of approach here which will be interesting to debrief so where should we start who should we start with um let's start today with team usa okay team usa so we've asked them to do a short 30 second uh, sort of debrief, if you like, uh, of, their, of what they got from this and what they thought. So here's Team USA's reflections. On Twitter, we asked the question, what's something you did this week to create and hold space for everyone on your team? The most impactful response we really liked was from Mark. He talked about silence does not always equal agreement. So after asking a question, take 10 to 15 seconds to let the team really think about and answer the question. So we really liked the power of silence for giving people time for them to think and use their voice. So there, um, so they, they started a Twitter conversation, which, which is fine, right? That's, that's yeah, well, and that's kind of, uh, I suppose, where I thought most of these online conversations might emerge in, in kind of the, some of the major social media platforms. So it's not surprising we had a, a Twitter, um, a tweet, a short punchy tweet to get to try and invite a conversation. And play to your strengths, right? So uh, they obviously have two people, as yep. all the other countries which have one. So they had twice the potential number of followers to interact yep. with. Yep. And they're not to be penalized for that. This, this no. Thing. And it, it, equally, they could they could start that conversation between themselves, pretty much, yeah. which might and they could, if you know, if they could play those, those two sides of that conversation um, out on Twitter, and that might again, the more when people see more replies, that generally creates more interest, and that's obviously that's something worth getting involved in. So they didn't though. They didn't. they didn't do that. But they could have done. But, they could. Uh, yeah, that that idea of once something started, it's easier to join in. No one really wants to be the first person. Well, not nobody. But yeah, it, it, a lot of people hard to be the first hard first follower, to be the first person to to follow or to to comment or to question or challenge. And um, so they they asked a very open question, wasn't it? So what's what's something you did this week to create and hold space for everyone in Block Capitals on your team? So it was about mm -hmm. inclusivity and about space. Yes. Um, and. So what what were the? I mean, they they picked out silence, not necessarily equaling agreement. That was their takeaway from it. 
Yeah. And I think that's an interesting, you know, an important, interesting thing. When you're looking at making sure everybody's involved, don't, don't make assumptions about things. What, what, what were the stats on that referee? So we thought we'd play back some numbers in terms of trying to measure. And obviously, Jeff, this is entirely your decision, but it comes to it at the end of it. But these might just help you. So if you just make a note of these as I, as I read them out. So um, the actual tweet had eight replies. So that's eight kind of um, responses, text uh, responses to, to the tweet itself. Ten retweets. So um, 10 people retweeted that and shared it and four likes. Okay. All okay, right. So it gives you a bit of an idea as to the level of interaction that that yeah. the level of guide contribution maybe that, that that had. Yeah. I think from a, so just from an interaction contribution point of view, that, that's interesting metrics. We The, the actual contribution to the genre mm -hmm. is, is probably more subjective. I, I like, the fact that they picked a, an inclusive topic made people think and something that I, you know, even if people didn't consciously interact with it, it may, I can imagine it would have made a lot of people think and maybe their response was, Oh, I haven't, but then mm -hmm. they went away and did create and hold space for everyone on the team somehow. And they would have looked at those replies that, that back and forth about how silence doesn't necessarily mean agreement and thought, Oh, I'm going to just check in with people who are, silent and just make sure that everything is okay and they're not just holding back so I think yeah it's very hard to obviously for us to see that and for us to see the benefit of that it might not happen in the next few days it might happen in the next few months or years but yeah it might be some, a longer burner okay yeah, so burner. that's a good start good start team usa who where are we going next let's mix it up a bit this week uh let's go to jags any reason for that no. Should I pick a different one? <laughs> no, that's fine. Because Jags was the one person who didn't manage to get his entry in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jags. So, uh, yeah, so unfortunately, Jags did have a, an idea for a conversation, but we we never got the actual report. We, we didn't see the conversation. We didn't get to see his uh, his debrief of it. So we can't judge it. We can't score it, unfortunately. So, yeah, I'm afraid as a ref re referee here, Jeff, I have to... I have to wade in here and kind of give a, a, my edict here. This would be a, a zero point a contribution harsh. here from from. It, it's harsh, but it's tis the rules. That's the rules. Them's the rules. And he uh, he missed the deadline. So sorry, Jags. Uh, you thought you were going to be next, but we've got nothing to talk about. So uh, <laughs> no, um, no points. Zero points. Nil point. Okay. Don't rub it in. Move on. <laughs> right. Let's go to Anshul this week. Anshul, Anshul. Okay, so let's have a quick uh, quick recap of what Anshul went through. And again, as Anshul is Anshul, not a lot of talking. No. Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars In other words Hold my hand So just a little bit of music for you there. Uh, obviously music if you're watching, if you're watching yeah, the He does always put, I like a bit of, it's, it's very soothing. The music he chooses is very soothing. Yes. Uh, if you were watching the video then you would have seen a, a kind of slideshow presentation of, of what the conversation was and a little bit of uh, his own data metrics if you like. 
So everybody else's um, benefit, what was the conversation that he started? So it was kind of a, it was an invitation to um, ask people what the, how the Scrum values have inspired them in their lives and in, in their work or um, or their personal lives. And he yeah. was willing to reshare some of those um, those stories as, as a method to, to pass on some positivity, I think. Okay. And he didn't do this on Twitter. No. And I was, so this was a little bit new to me because you're, you're a bit more of an expert in how he did this. Expert. Uh, I, I, I have used Medium in the past. <laughs> More so, than yeah. I have, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Medium. Uh, so basically a, a blog post, effectively. Um, and he captured people's contributions uh, and then published them in the blog post, as it, as it were. So it wasn't a case of he started the conversation, other people joined in online. He sort of published the contributions that he got and then invited more people to join in on the back of that. So he kind of broke that first responder, first follower thing in safely and gently. So if anybody was joining in, they were already joining into other people's contributions. Although yeah. we have no evidence, not, not that we doubt Anshul's integrity in any way, but we have no no proof that those people actually said those things. Mm. No. He could have just made them up. And then they could have, well, there's no equal, there's a referee here, Jeff. I'd, I'd be looking to question, did those... Uh, interactions happen you know after the initial deadline of, of giving the task they could have been stored on a on a hard drive from from maybe months or years ago this is true this is true um do you have any stats for me referee so yeah to try and help you along uh, with your decision here jeff we have i have just five likes here and no comments on that blog post okay so it, it to me as a referee here it didn't it just seemed a little bit, it wasn't much conversation that came out of that. And hence, there was no comments on this. It didn't seem to, any dialogue, it just seemed to be a bit more of a a, a hearts and minds type of share sharing exercise here. And I, I for me personally, I, th I think when it determines of a conversation, I'd expect to see a bit of toing or froing. Or maybe it's just because it's harder to see on medium, I don't know. Um. Well, I don't know how how much the typical medium posts gets in terms of comments. I would imagine something like Twitter, like like Team USA use, probably has more. But the responses that you get on medium are possibly possibly more focused and targeted. Okay. Uh, because you can get just any anyone any troll posting an unhelpful comment yeah. on Twitter, whereas on Medium, perhaps not so much. I don't, that would be my opinion. But uh, it, it wasn't a conversation, I would say, simply because nobody replied. It had the potential to be a conversation, but maybe the way that it was phrased mm. didn't invite conversation as much. No. Uh, yeah, perhaps that might, might be why. Um, for what it's worth, I mean, I like the topic. You know, I like... Um, the idea of taking those scrum values and and applying them to your personal life. Um, I'm, as you know, I'm quite sad. I, I use scrum and, and agile in my personal life anyway. So the actual values, it's, it's, it's fine. So again, just to, you were never really going to get, I don't think you get many people disagreeing with, with that. Is that fair? True, true. So I mean, yeah, that, that's a good point. Uh, maybe, maybe you would. I don't know. 
Um, I suppose it depends whether it's in a particular forum, how it's... It depends on your audience, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess what we're, what I'm inferring from that comment is that a conversation is richer if you have the potential for disagreement. Mm. You don't want it to be an echo chamber. No. Uh, just just your yes men following you saying yes everything you'd say is true um, yeah i think in terms of contribution i think being able to question our own assumptions to be able to see the other side to be able to empathize i think those are richer conversations more contributory conversations it needs to be handled well of course because it can get it can get a little bit inflammatory and get a little bit um yeah, a little bit debatey, which debate's a good thing, but maybe if it gets a bit personal, maybe not so much. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, all right, so that's three three down. Who's next? Let's go to Mike. Mike. Okay, so uh, we gave people a 30-second time limit this time, and, and Mike's approach this week was to... Uh, <laughs> Basically, record as long as he wanted and then just cut it at 30 seconds. <laughs> In the middle of a sentence, he just stops. So I haven't started a new conversation this week, but I've added people to a conversation that I've been having. Um, so that's the best I've got. A couple of weeks ago, I um, I'm started to offer my time on a Friday for free to people of colour who would like some agile coaching. It's my way of offsetting some of the injustices that have been happening. It's not much, but it's a start. And uh, this week, a fourth person has come on board. So I'm really pleased about that. I'm just- So yeah, there's, there's Mike's, Mike's views uh, and uh, a very worthwhile cause. We're not judging the actual virtue of, of the con conversation or the contribution here. So there's no points for morality. Uh, as, as morally vacuous as we may be appearing in that regard. This is purely around contribution. Uh, and the conversation. So, from from a rules perspective, have any rules been broken here? We all good? No, I think we're okay. Yeah, we're, we're good. Uh, we did go. We, I kind of had to do a bit of searching, but I went back to find uh, Mike's original LinkedIn post where he offered his his services. Mm -hmm. I give you some stats on that if you like. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So it was of the of all the submissions of all the um the conversations the posts that that I went through this had the most um uh, interaction if you like so this had i think 95 likes um 10 i think a total of 114 interactions which included 95 likes and 11 comments so uh, a lot of people responded to that and um, and got involved in that conversation okay and i think he did say didn't he i think up to four people have have taken him up on that offer yeah um, to 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 get some coaching, so that's a nice. When it comes to when it comes comes to contribution, the fact that people have actually taken action, yes, joined a conversation that they wouldn't have joined normally. I think that's quite that's quite a big impact. Mm. Um, Obviously, hard to judge whether those conversations have have had contribution in themselves because they're obviously they're private coaching conversations. But the uh, certainly the. The start in that conversation is has proved to be, um, you know, valuable in that sense. Yeah, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. What else? Who else next? Well, let's go. Let's go to all the way over to New Zealand now, and uh, our friend over there, Mr. Greg. Let's let's have a chat with Greg. Okay, so we don't really have uh, we don't have a video uh, from from Greg, uh, so we we'll have to explain this ourselves. So. 
Greg started a conversation on LinkedIn or attempted to start a conversation on LinkedIn about what he calls uh-oh moments or what we yeah. call um, failures or accidents or embarrassments or just things that didn't go to plan and invited people to share them and what they took out of them. So could you turn an uh-oh moment into an aha moment? And he shared his own. Uh, where he attempted to gamify something it didn't quite work people didn't didn't understand it particularly well uh, and he took an aha moment out of that so uh, stats so 12 likes on linkedin yeah and unfortunately no comments okay and he iterated on this which was quite interesting so um he started the conversation and he got some feedback from somebody. We, it wasn't yes. public feedback, it was private feedback. And the feedback, uh, and Anshul had some, some feedback like this, which they didn't really feel safe sharing these kinds of uh-oh moments on the internet. So you're taking quite a, a vulnerable topic, you yeah. know, how something you tried not worked, and putting it into a very, very public space. And that psychological safety might not be there, even if you could hide. But I mean, it might be safer on Twitter because you could have a perhaps a, lot, a little bit more anonymity. You could have a, a weird Twitter handle, whereas if you're on LinkedIn, this is your professional. It is you, right, yeah. Isn't it? It's you, and you know, job hunters are going to be looking at these things. Now, as much as you and I can say, uh, actually, messing up is 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 fine. It's what we learn from it. Um, if you, we can't be, we can't guarantee that job hunters are going to take that view, right? So, no. uh, so he iterated. He tried. He tried to make it a little bit safer, and um, he also put his, himself out there and showed his own yeah. vulnerability and said, "Look, I've done this, and it and it turned out okay." And um, he also did something I don't think anyone else did, which was he um, personally tagged you, yourself and myself in his post. Well, that brought so, your attention, didn't it? We we got notifications. About yeah, that. so I I certainly was uh, attracted to that by by being big tagged there. I think he could have gone even further with that, and he could have asked us a direct question or asked anyone a direct question within the post rather than just tagging names on the end of it. That might have created that first comment back. It might have been. It didn't have to be me or you, but it, it could have been someone that he thought might be interested or might be willing to share something. Yes. Follow him there. Yes. Uh, I, I was. I. I'll be honest. I was hesitant, not because I'm scared to admit what I've messed up, because I've done that publicly many, many times. Just listen to some of these episodes. <laughs> more, more a sense of the integrity of the composition. Uh, competition. Yeah. I'd be favouring one contestant over another. So I, I. I was hesitant. I resisted. But I think that idea of tagging people in, which invites them specifically into the conversation, it's kind of saying, "I really want to hear your opinion on this," mm. and it's perhaps a little bit harder for them to say no to stay quiet yeah uh, and it can get the ball rolling as you say um and so i think that's a, that's, a, that's a good good idea another thing that he did was i think he limited in his second iteration he limited who could see it so yeah. being completely public which you could search for on google he limited it to just his connections mm-hmm. which was a slightly safer audience but i'm not sure whether everybody looking at it would have known that no it's not immediately obvious on on linkedin as to what, the level of audience that you have, or the, the uh, a post actually, how far it reaches. So there's there's a there's a balance to be struck here, isn't it? You don't want just the echo chamber of people that you know naturally are going to say nice things to you or just always agree with you. You want that different perspective. You want the debate. You want the divergent opinions and thoughts. 
Uh, but the smaller the audience, the more targeted the audience, the the, more, the safer the space. So yeah. finding that balance is is um, is a tricky one. Okay, good. Who, who else have we got? Uh, we've got uh, I think two left on my list. We, let's go to uh, Stefan. Okay, Stefan. Here's Stefan's reflections. The challenge of starting a conversation was quite hard for me since I do not post regularly and so no one seemed to answer. Luckily, on my third try, one of my colleagues stepped in and we had a small exchange about our learning experiences. My favorite moment was when his story triggered a new, even more interesting question about communication in general. But sadly, no one new joined in and so the thread ended quite soon. Stefan, blessing, very always humble. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really have much of an online presence. Um, <laughs> not many people responded, and it died. It died. Um, but he did get a response, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was a conversation. Definitely a conversation. And stats. Um, one like five comments. So, because I think when you're t trying to increase contribution and dialogue and conversations, um, I think comments are good. Mm. I think in some respects, I'd look at comments, yeah, give them carry a bit more weight. But then I'm not, I'm not awarding points here for this. But I think in, personally, comments for me carry a bit more weight. It's more, it's, it requires more effort for someone to comment than it's just does just to like something, doesn't it? Yeah, likes are cheap. <laughs> buy likes, but you can't buy conversation. Well, exactly. Yeah, no, but but um, what I think, so what I liked about Stefan's is um, it was a much more direct request mm. or for comments and i think that's probably why he got comments because he said at the beginning of his post i'd like to hear your thoughts or i'd, I'd like you to post your thoughts and comments about this topic and then he, he named his topic you compare that to team usa Faye and rob where they just their tweet was literally just a question mm -hmm. um and sometimes being a bit more direct i think can actually it can focus people on saying, I'm actually want, I'm being explicit here. I'd like you to reply to this. I'd like yeah. to know what you think. So I like that. It was more direct. And it did use a bit more extreme language. So this was perhaps the only uh, example of this, I think, that we saw the most extreme uh, example. I think he used the phrase uh, a bloody beginner or something like that. So mm -hmm. to, to give extremes in an argument mm -hmm. uh, to try and, and that. Again, it's, it's potentially quite inflammatory. It's potentially quite um, risky because you might divide opinion, but that might start a conversation or create awareness of a conversation in a wider community a lot quicker. I'm not saying it's always going to give you the best results, but it might have given you a bit more exposure. But I, I, I kind of, I think that should be acknowledged that he did use a bit more of a direct, more extreme uh, approach, I think. Conversation has to be noticed. Yeah. Yeah, and especially, so Stefan pointed out that he doesn't have uh, a huge online presence, doesn't have like hundreds or thousands of followers or what have you. Um, so you have to get noticed. And that, you know, for a scrum master in an organization, a change agent within an organization, you do have to build a network somehow. You do have to be heard somehow. Yeah, find a voice. Yeah. That is about changing the terminology, changing the jargon, Um you know, just getting a conversation started somehow, obviously without offending people. Uh, and what is a credit to him, I think, Stefan as well, he did respond to those comments. So yes. when he, when someone did ask, give their thoughts, 
in I think in a couple of cases he replied to those comments so if you do want a conversation you have to be present in that conversation rather than just leaving an inflammatory tweet and then stepping back mm. be prepared to um, you know respond to people respectfully I'm gonna to have to overlay my interpretation on this um, but I think it's an important point just at the, at the higher level of the generic conversation piece in that if you want people to really get involved in a conversation then if you're asking a question i believe that you're going to get more input if the people who you're asking the question of believe that there isn't in your head a correct answer and i would say again from my interpretation the way that stefan asked the question implied that he didn't believe there was a right answer which makes it easier for people to say well this is what i think or this is what i've seen or this is what i've done because they're not worried about being told that's a that's a nice answer but it's not the right answer <laughs> um and i think that's really important for people like scrum masters for coaches for change agents to be able to start a question start a conversation with a question where people can actually explore it safely in that mm. context mm. I thought he, he phrased it, he positioned it well. And when you said, like you said, when he replied to the comments, he welcomed those comments and he wanted to explore them neutrally rather than mm -hmm. a, is your idea better than mine kind of way. Yeah. So I thought he did that well. So I don't think we should necessarily uh, penalise him just because maybe, as in his own words, he doesn't have a, no. uh, a massive uh, online presence or a, a, a following. So I don't, I don't think that necessarily degrades the quality of the conversation mm -hmm. that, that um, emerged. So our final contestant. So I think finally this week it's Vikas. I think on my list. So someone's videos we always look forward to seeing. <laughs> From the conversation. I can gather that meeting client expectations in first and foremost priority of an engagement. Customer is a queen. We need to think out of the box to deliver the business value faster and earlier. Scrum is one framework to achieve this. However, in difficult situations where there are unsolvable impediments, we might have to build deviations to meet the needs. And it's another Vikash video. So yes. with uh, so filters and sound effects and all sorts. Um, and I like, it's almost, uh, so if you know and a lot of our listeners know i'm a big fan of puns i'm a big fan of wordplay and irony and things like that and i love the fact that you know he started off by having some some noise over overlaid on top of what he was trying to say implying that actually a lot of conversations are just noise and you have to yeah. filter that out before you get to actually the key message i thought that was quite clever it's a fair point uh, so generally the view that scrum can be used without realizing the value you can have um you know visibility without necessarily getting the value from that visibility because it can easily be skewed um you know one of my favorite stories of all time is it involves that you know but just because you've got a burn down on the wall doesn't mean it's true mm. um just because we're having a daily scrum doesn't mean we're telling the truth and that sense of are we are we losing perspective here are we losing perspective so that vikas went down the medium route like uh, like Anshul did and I was actually invited in to see the process so he you you weren't um, yeah I must admit because I felt a bit I, I felt a bit left out here so I'm, I'm I'm just about getting over it now it's it's okay it's fine I won't take offense 
much. I um I I, I asked how he how he was going about doing it, and uh, he explained that he was he posted it to a couple of Slack groups for feedback, his idea before he drafted the article. Open Slack groups or closed? I, I believe that you require an invite. Um, so I think they're closed Slack groups. Yeah. Um, so there's there's upsides and downsides to that. I think you know, you, you've got more targeted, focused people. It's perhaps a safer environment because you yeah. know anyone's contributing and the, com- and the comments that you get are perhaps more valuable as a result, perhaps. Uh, there's less noise going on there. And actually a lot of these people, they're volunteers, but they were they were giving their time to uh, you know a sort of collective cause to make sure that good quality articles got published rather than just any old articles okay so I, I got to see the evolution of his idea into a draft into a published blog post uh, and it's a really good blog post in around transparency and uh, and how not necessarily trans- how transparency isn't necessarily always going to to be uh, useful if it's uh, if it's biased or if it's uh, overly influenced so, yeah, interesting way of doing it. In terms of stats, so uh, what I've got here is eleven likes, but no comments. Okay, that's what the the data is telling me. Yeah, so I, I can see the comments from within the Slack group. So I can see the conversation that went into it. Nobody else can. But in terms of the actual finished article, yeah, that's that's the public facing element of it. Is, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um. So you might have to, well, you'll have to judge that as best you can with bearing that in mind in that case. Is yeah. that a similar thing for Anshul then, that kind of, was there in kind of more internal feedback that we've, sorry? I don't know. I don't know whether that was that was the case or not. You don't have to go through that process. You can just. Oh, I see. But you can draft it and you can invite people to, to comment on drafts. Uh, so I don't know which approach Anshul took. I know okay. he also used the same Slack channel that, or one of the same Slack channels that uh, that Bikash used. But um, uh, I, I didn't see the didn't see the back and forth within that one on Anshul's. So all right, I'm going to have to think out loud a little bit here. So why did we set this challenge? Well, when we when we talked about it, we thought you know Agile is a lot about communication. It's a lot about people talking to one another. There often isn't a right or wrong. We need to challenge our assumptions. We need to talk things through. We need to explore new ideas. You want to invite new ideas. You want to invite people into conversations. We, and you know, when, you, when you're looking to make change, whether it's within a team or an organization, communication is absolutely key. And the fact that we're in lockdown means that communication is even more important because you don't have as much of the, the just the, the what we used to call in BT osmotic communication, the stuff that's just going on around you and you're just picking up and absorbing without actually being a direct participant in the conversations. You don't have that as such. So having in your locker, having in your toolkit, the ability to start conversations, to keep them going, to, um, to make them useful, I think is a, is a really important skill. So I guess we're looking at that sort of out loud thinking is is helping me work out how i'm how i'm going to judge this so even if you know the the online world is is massive and and there's lots of potential actually getting a conversation started is is not trivial you know there's so many conversations out there that people can be participating in why should they participate in yours Mm. how do you get your message seen amongst all the millions of tweets and posts and blogs and everything that's all out there already and so first of all being able to get that that attention as it were 
uh, is important. Is it targeted? Do you go big bang? Do you um, do you try and tag? Do you try and have a focused audience? So that, that I'm looking at, I'm looking at you know whether it was interesting enough, whether it was safe enough, whether there was back and forth. Um, so I'm kind of looking at all of those things. Now, you've already you've already told me that, that Jags is going to score none on this. I'm afraid so. Yeah, that's uh, that's an easy one, Jeff. I've only got a split six. So where to start? Where to start? I mean, if you're just looking at, well, I think there are two two reasons why I'm going to give first place here. One is around pure numbers, uh, and the other is around action over talk. So I believe the best conversations should enable and inspire action. And I think Mike's did. Okay. It has the most. I'm not. I'm not judging this on a moral perspective at all. Um, simply, he had a lot of interaction, um, a lot of response. I think there was a certain element of risk that he took. Um, maybe he saw that. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. Um, and just the that humility in a you know it's it's not much, but it's something. And when you're trying to make a change happen. For me, it's not the big things. It's the accumulation of the little things. It's when you see people think, all right, this is only a little thing, but it's worth doing. <laughs> that it inspires more little things. And that's how big things happen. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, in his words, only a small thing. But it got four people into a conversation they hadn't had before. Uh, and actually doing something that, that could help significantly change a life or change a career so I'm, I'm giving mike first place how many points is mike getting have you or are you going to come back to that later <clears throat> uh, yeah let's come back to that at the end okay so far in, in a lot of these challenges i've gr grouped people together but i'm going to try and force myself to split split them apart a little bit more this thing. now we're getting towards the business end of the challenges as well so that people are t paying a lot of attention every point can make a difference on this leaderboard now jeff and yeah so Second place, second place. It's a tough one. See, I think my instinct is to group them together, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna be tough. I'm gonna push myself. I'm gonna say Team USA is gonna come second. Okay. Uh, I think it was an interesting topic to have a conversation about. I think it's an important topic to have a conversation about. I think it's an even more important topic to conversate, have a conversation about in lockdown because it's easier for people to stay silent and not notice. Yeah. Um, and that. That assumption. If we if we can challenge our assumption about that, it makes it easier for us to challenge our other assumptions. And I think that's a really important thing to do. They did it in a safe way, in a non-provocative way, in a drawing people out way, and it did get some traction. So you know, there was a lot of love for that. There was some retweets, some likes, some comments. Yeah. And I, I imagine a lot of people actually took that away. Even the ones that didn't comment, I thought there was there was potential for uh, reflection. So I thought that was that's number two. Okay. Number three. Yeah, close behind Stefan. I think hard to hard to pull them apart, but I think the only thing going there was perhaps stats in that regard. I don't necessarily even if it was just one conversation between two people, it was a good conversation. Mm -hmm. Framed it well, which invited more people. Um, and if uh, if he were to 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 work on some of the tactics that we've talked about, you know, directly including people into the conversation, inviting people into the conversation, developing his network, 
maybe maybe cross platform would it would increase that. Yeah. There, are, there are tactics that people can use to build their networks in this challenge, but also in their organizations. And that would have that would have perhaps tipped him into into the top two. But he's I think third place is, is Yeah, it's an honorable third place for Stefan. Very good. It's a tough challenge. Okay, so where next? I I'm going to give credit here for actually the inspecting and the adapting and the specific tactics of inviting people into the conversation. So Greg's going to get fourth place here for me. He did get, okay. he did get a number of likes. Yeah. And it was definitely a conversation that he attempted to start. Mm-hmm. There was some response, although it wasn't a public response, and he used that response to iterate to try and, and make it even more inclusive and more safe for people to to join in. I imagine it's probably started a lot of conversations off-platform. Yeah. Um, even if it's just amongst yourself. So I'm, I can have a conversation with myself. Uh, sometimes they're some of the best ones I have. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, just that sense of, so what has gone wrong? And actually, what did I take from it? So I, I think that was a, a good conversation to start. Uh, just above Vikas Just. So I'm putting Vikas in fifth here. Okay. So um, I liked the actual topic. I liked the quality of the the article. Um, I liked the fact that he was vulnerable while drafting it, getting feedback before he thought it was ready. I thought that was a a vulnerable thing to do. Uh, He made it safe for himself in a in a closed forum, Um, and it did get a a, you know a few likes. And I think over time it will get even more. We, We we did give them a very limited time frame to get interaction um so yeah I, so fifth and then i think just similar kind of thing with anshul except that i didn't see the the iterations i didn't yeah see, uh, the 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 the, uh, the evolution of it and got slightly less metrics uh, for the same forum so okay anshul in sixth place wow what a what a fall from grace for our uh top of the leaderboard answer at the moment i suppose yeah i don't know big surprise in some respects a total a shock shock result jeff for many people i imagine well it just goes to say isn't it all these challenges that they're they're drawing on different skills yeah and no one is going to be you know have a 10 out of 10 or a star in every every skill set and some, sometimes we get to play to our strengths. Sometimes we get to to develop our other areas, and I think it's a, it's a I think it's a healthy sign. Cool. So, how are we going to score this then? Well, I think my my instinct is to to stick with the normal scoring mechanism. So, winner seven points, and then count down. So, so Mike, yeah, Mike seven. Mike seven. I've got uh, Robin Fay six. Yep. I've got uh, Stefan. Five. Yep. Greg four. Yep. Um, then I've got Vikash three, three, and Anshul two. Yeah. And unfortunately, Jags doesn't even get one point. He just gets zero points. It feels harsh, but yeah. it's the rules. Harsh but fair. Okay. Let's plug those into the leaderboard and uh, see how that plays out. We've updated the leaderboard. And let's go from bottom to top. So it's a bit, it's starting to open out a little bit now. So in seventh place now we have Jags after his uh, 
zero nil point in that in that round. Uh, he's got 13 points. Then in sixth place, we've got Stefan with 14. Vikash is next with 15, um, closely followed by Greg with 16. So the top three now look like this. We have Team USA shot up to third place with 17 points. Anshul has been relegated to second place, the silver medal position now with 19. And Mike is our new leader at the top of uh, challenge number four with 22 points. Well done, Mike. Well, well done, everyone. That was that was a tough challenge, actually. And um, well, as with all of the challenges, they've thrown themselves into it and had a great go, all of them. So, well, apart from Jags. No, I know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jags did do it. He just didn't get it in in time. Because we, we saw, he, he did tell us what he was going to talk about. Yeah. And we, just, we just never got to see it. So, um, yeah, it's all, uh, it's all interesting, isn't it? It's still anybody's game with two challenges left. All to play for, two challenges left. It's very, very, very close. Very close. And uh, yeah, I'd invite I invite our listeners to to start some online conversations, and see what they can start and and, and how they how they go about doing it, and what we can all learn. And uh, maybe some of the best ones will feature on a future edition of the podcast. So go for it. Find your find your forum. Find your audience. Find a topic and see what you can come up with. And it's an interesting point that um, it's nice to see that that. I mean that you could have uh, manipulated this challenge obviously heavily in your favor and it's nice to see that none of our contestants did that but as we all know online that controversy tends to um, bring um, awareness and attention doesn't it and mm. then sometimes just because just saying tweeting something or posting something around a controversial subject that so this this element of agile doesn't something that doesn't work or something that's quite destructive can actually, I would see it personally. I know that the, the, these are, you're the judge here, but I don't think that's necessarily a, a, adding contribution. That's just adding controversy, mm. and they can be two very different things. Um, I think I think debate is healthy, um, but I think that it's obviously a lot of people I've seen on Twitter and, and various other platforms before just use those forums to breed controversy which isn't always the most positive and it's not always the most constructive way to to build a following i agree i agree yeah so inclusive conversations constructive exactly. conversations inquisitive and curious conversations and challenging conversations absolutely but uh, yeah keep it keep it respectful everyone yeah all right well thank you for that referee um until next time stay safe yes stay happy Cheers.